Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, your host, and I'm very excited about today's guest, a genuinely passionate person about the sport that he plays, and you're going to definitely love what he has to say about his league and how everything got started and also what he does as his primary sport. We didn't even know about this until this interview, which is really neat. Guys, if you want to represent All Sports Best, you can buy some merchandise. Links are in our bio on Instagram. You'll see them all over Facebook on some of our posts as well. So we would love it if you went ahead and uh, represented us by buying one of those shirts. It'd be awesome. So without further ado, here's our interview with Patrick Ballman. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. What is going on, folks? I'm Trey of All Sports Best. Thanks for checking out the show. As always, we appreciate it. And if you get a chance, go give us five stars over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you're listening to your podcast. But today we have a very special guest. I'm actually super pumped to hear all about the sport that has seemingly been taking over the YouTube scene, that has been taking over the Instagram scene, and this league does a really good job of getting their posts out there, getting their name out there, and also um, just playing some really fun wiffle ball. Patrick Ballman is on here with me today. He's the commissioner of the of the NWA Wiffle Ball League. Patrick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Love the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for being on. Patrick, you do a few different things. You have a field. You um, you juggle college. You are playing for the committee, the starting pitcher, and you are the commissioner of this league. So kind of first and foremost, the, the big question, why wiffle ball? Uh, wiffle ball? Uh, we've been playing wiffle ball just with, with our friends since about 20. Uh, I mean, since we were really little kids, we started picking it up a little bit back around 2017. And we played some tournaments and such. And we just had such a great time. We put up like a construction fence and just uh, hang out and play tournaments. We loved it. And uh, I just had the idea of starting a league just because you don't need too many people to do it. Uh, this is such a fun time. So uh, we decided Wiffle Ball started in 2018 and uh, the rest is history. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. You guys had, what, one field when you started? Uh, yeah, we actually, yeah, we had a, one field at our family farm. Uh, the wall was uh, hay bales when we started. Wow. And now we got legit fences, sponsors. Uh, it's a ton of fun. We're so happy. You guys now have you what you had said before the podcast six fields now, right? Oh yeah, we, yeah, we have about six fields we play at regularly. And, uh, we always get comments saying how much they love uh, how many different fields you have. Uh, yeah, it's just in different people's houses, but everyone loves wiffle ball, and so they want to build their own field. Um, it just is a nice change of scenery every once in a while to play some different fields. So yeah. So you're in St. Louis, Missouri, playing wiffle ball, right? Yeah. So typically in that area, there's just pretty good amount of land when you buy your house. Is that kind of how it goes? Because it seems like everybody has a pretty solid setup. Yeah, so we're located about like 30 minutes from St. Louis. Uh, not every player has a, uh, a giant backyard, but uh, people who do, they love wiffle ball and they wanted to make their own. Uh, and I, I love it because like on the fact that uh, it's kind of like MLB, how different parts have different dimensions, uh, different looks. 
so yeah, I've been a lot of fields. Uh, people love it uh, watching the YouTube videos. So uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely nice. With that being said, is there like a field regulation size in wiffle ball? Is there like a is there like a central area or website that you go to and say, okay, they have to be at least this far? These are the kind of bats you use. These are the kind of wiffle balls you use. Or is this kind of just you know on the fly what you guys came up with in your own rules? Um, so through the years, we change we change it up a little bit. Um, we do use regulation uh, wiffle balls and bats, but um, for the for the most part, uh, it's kind of on the fly. We've been playing for a long time, so we just kind of figured out what the best uh, dimensions were. Mm. Uh, it, but uh, yeah, for the most part, it's uh, mostly regulation. Okay. So when you say regulation bats, regulation balls, what brand is that? In case anybody listening is like, you know what, I kind of want to go and play some wiffle ball. I want, I want to do it like the real people, like the real wiffle ball players do. Yeah. So it's actually uh, owned by wiffle ball. So if you if you just look up yellow wiffle ball bats, it should like engraved in the bat say wiffle, and I think for the balls too. Um, but I think it's uh, eight holes for the wiffle balls on one side. I'm not 100% sure on that, but uh, yeah, it's actually owned by uh, wiffle balls. So um, yeah, we we put it we put a bunch of uh, electrical tape and bat grip on the bat. So sometimes it's kind of hard to tell what brand it is, or it kind of looks like a new bat. But yeah, it's just owned straight from wiffle ball. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I will be on that actually. I'm probably going to buy some now. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Patrick, if you could have one MLB player make an appearance at the NWA game, what would it be? Who would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm a I'm a big Cardinals fan, um, so I do I do really like Joe Kelly. He's a former Cardinal. Uh, I just love uh, his energy. Uh, he's a funny guy, so I feel like Joe Kelly would uh, be secretly really good at wiffle ball. He just seems like he would be. So uh, I would go with uh, Joe Kelly. I just saw him playing uh, rock paper scissors with a little with a young fan. He just seems like a good dude at heart. So a good guy to have. Yeah. That's a, that's a good choice. I like that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So tell me what it did because I know that your field um, is is Ballman Yards. So tell mm. me what it took to prepare that field for play in this season so actually back in the day people go back in the first year of the league the field was rotated a whole different way but because we're a lot older now we can't so the deck in the right field used to be or the deck uh, on the foul area used to be in play and it was only about 60 some feet so it's it's way too easy to hit home runs now Mm. so you had to rotate it completely different um, but it's not too difficult to set up. It definitely does. It's definitely tedious um, to set up because it's, it's just a bunch of little things that you have to do. Um, but yeah, just have to mow it. Um, we got we got a fence. We roll out fence posts. Um, the only difficult part there is that we have to actually create a batter's eye because of the white fence in the background. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just two uh, big tarps. But that's definitely the hardest part about it. But uh, it's definitely fun. I wouldn't be doing it unless I loved it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a good time. So it's definitely worth it. Can you give me a little bit on your sports background, Patrick? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a giant sports guy. And I have older sisters and younger sisters above me and below me. So it's uh, I definitely uh, had to pick up sports um, by myself pretty much. So I was always in the backyard playing wiffle ball. 
Um, that translated to baseball. I started baseball back in kindergarten, so I played my whole life through high school, um, even debated playing in college. But uh, I also loved basketball because I'm a pretty tall guy. I'm 6'5". Um, so I uh, picked up basketball in second grade, uh, played my whole life through high school, uh, thought I was better at basketball, so I uh, decided to uh, uh, play basketball in college. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay, awesome. That's awesome. So you're yeah. playing basketball in college. Yeah, so I uh, was originally supposed to play at a college in Missouri, uh, but I transferred about a week week or two before school started, so I couldn't play uh, my first year. So uh, next year will actually be my first year of uh, actually playing. But, yeah, I was, uh, I'm was i committed to uh, school right now. Awesome. Okay, very cool. So how do your coaches react when they see your wiffle ball videos? Do they get a chance to see that, or you kind of haven't shared that just yet? <laughs> oh no, no, they love it. <laughs> I think it reminds them of when they were uh, younger playing with the ball with their friends. But uh, uh, no, no college coaches, I don't think, know yet. Uh, but uh, my high school coaches, uh, there's some of their kids were actually in the league, so oh, they nice. definitely know. Yeah, they definitely know about it, and uh, they, they, I think they love it too. So tell me what your specialties are in basketball. Like, what what would I go to you for if I'm picking you on my team? Uh, definitely, I'm, I'm a forward, so definitely uh, in the paint, scoring, uh, finishing, um, definitely mid-range jump shots, pull-ups, uh, rebounds, uh, and a lot of grit. That's, that's what you'll get if you uh, pick the under team. I love it. That's awesome. So tell me about, because everybody wants to know, of course, when a basketball player says they play basketball, can you dunk, and what's the coolest dunk you can do? <laughs> I can dunk. Uh, but I actually have been having some – I have a uh, patella tonight, so my knees uh, don't give me the ability to do some these crazy dunks. But off the, I've done some between the legs, off the backboard, one-hand jams, and they're pretty, they're pretty fun to do. But uh, I would I would say uh, alley-oops are probably the coolest just because you can get another teammate involved. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm not the, the, the most flashy dunker, I would say, but uh, they're, def- they're definitely fun to do when you get a good one. I'm going to need to drop a little mixtape for you on ASB just just so we can get that out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Patrick, obviously you're the commissioner. Um, you play, you pitch, you do – I mean, you get the field ready, your field maintenance. I mean, you do everything. But are you the only founding father of this league, or is there more people that kind of got behind it when you first started? Yeah, so we had a we had a core group of about I would I would say it was a good chunk about 20, 20 people. So we had four teams the first year, uh, all committed. I don't think it would have worked as well as it has over the years unless you have a committed core. And uh, I would I would say for anyone who's trying to start a league, you don't need uh, that many to start. Um, even like five or six very committed people mm. who really want to do it, and you can definitely get a league going. Um, but yeah, we had a super committed core. A group of people who wanted to do it. Uh, I would say that I'm the one who mostly runs everything, uh, just in terms of like stats, videos, um, all that stuff, field maintenance, like you said. Um, just because I, I was so passionate about it and I loved to do it. Um, but yeah, everyone was definitely uh, involved, uh, definitely in the beginning stages. Who does your graphics? Do you do those as well? They do. They're they're uh, nice. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I actually do. I. Uh, I picked up learning how to do uh, graphics like 20, uh, 2019, I'd say. 
and again this is something i i just like picked up just kind of loved i didn't i didn't really watch any youtube videos i'm just kind of a self-learner in that regard i'm definitely not as good as a lot of people um but yeah it's just something i love to do so it's definitely definitely not fun very cool awesome um all right so in baseball robbing a home run hitting a grand slam probably a couple of the coolest things you can do um and I want to know in wiffle ball, what would you say would be a couple of the things that really make the crowd get live? And maybe when people are watching it on um, YouTube, they're going, Dane, that was a sweet play. That could be an ESPN play. Yeah, so I would say just because baseball and uh, wiffle ball are pretty similar, um, I would say robbing a home run. Uh, it's definitely not as common as people think just because of the smaller field. Uh, but if you, if you get a good rob, uh, it definitely looks epic, especially on the taller fences. Um, I would also say like a really nasty pitch um, for a strike three, because in our videos we do the last pitch at every at bat. So if you get a good pitch in the last one, um, definitely definitely uh, looks good for the video. So and then you can't beat a classic uh, bomb. So I, I would say those three are definitely my favorite. Okay, awesome. So tell me this. In wiffle ball, you don't have to throw it over the plate necessarily. You just have to hit the strike zone box, right? Yeah, so it does make it easier in terms of uh, umpiring. You don't have to. You don't have those controversial calls. So uh, I, I believe most wiffle ball leagues have like this uh, certain strike zone. Um, so yeah, you don't have to. You could if the wind's picking up, you could just throw it in the air and let the wind do the rest, and it could end up behind mm. them and still hit the strike zone. So. Uh, it's pretty uncommon that pitches that hit the strike zone are like outrageously a ball, but um, definitely, <laughs> definitely has happened a couple of times. I love it. Have you ever thrown a pitch behind a, a batter completely and it come back around? Uh, that's really hard to do. I would just because people are smart enough to know that the, the ball curves so much that if the ball's coming at you, do not back away from it. Let it hit you, or else it might hit the zone. So yeah, people people pick up on that. Uh, but I would say I have seen a couple people do it. I don't think I've done it personally. I've gotten like really close to like hitting someone and it hits a strike zone, and that's a really nice feeling. Uh, but I I have not personally. Okay. So here's your last question: What is your goal for NWA, and then of course for yourself in in the wiffle ball realm? Uh, I would love to play wiffle ball as long as I can. Um, right now, it's just like a fun thing that we do with all of our friends. I mean, obviously, uh, if, it, if it does turn into a career somehow, um, that would be probably the best job I could have ever asked for. So, I mean, obviously right now it's not uh, planning on being a career, uh, but we just love playing. Uh, I wouldn't be going on this long and uh, working this hard towards it if uh, we all didn't love it. So. Um, definitely, definitely just a fun thing we do for now. Um, we appreciate everyone who watches the videos, uh, comments, uh, definitely everyone in the league enjoys reading the comments. Um, yeah, we just, we just appreciate all the uh, support we get. Uh, definitely, definitely a fun time. So tell me this, if someone is listening right now to this podcast and they're going, I'm, I'm interested in this and I'm kind of around that area in Missouri, how would they go and, and find out more about the league and when to go watch or when to go play or anything like that. Yeah, it's actually crazy because we've actually gotten about four people this year who found out about us from the YouTube channel. 
uh, who are actually playing this year. And even most of them are on this new expansion team called the Bobcats. And they're nice. from uh, Dolieta, Illinois. So they're about three, three and a half hours away. And they come, they come out and play and they love it. So, uh, and then next year, we even got some more people who say they're like three hours away who want to come out and play. Uh, but yeah, so basically you can just DM me at NWA Wiffleball on Instagram. Um, and we'll, we'll, uh, hold like a tryout for you or, uh, sometimes people will come in as a sub. Um, we'll just see how, uh, what team you fit best on. Uh, but yeah, the best way to do that is probably just to DM the, uh, official Instagram account. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for being on the, on the show. We appreciate it. And of course, love to learn more about as many sports as we possibly can. Um, we're excited to see that the committee is what last time I checked undefeated. Dolls, right? Absolutely. First place right now after the first round. So love, love to see it. Let's go. Love the ASB logos on, uh, the committee and the beach boy shirts, man. I appreciate the fact that you guys did that. Um, and, uh, we'll have to get some gear pretty soon. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you. We appreciate the sponsorship. I uh, love the podcast. Uh, I'm a pizza delivery man. So podcasts are like golden for me. So. That's perfect. That's perfect. Awesome, man. Hey, thanks again. Uh, We'll stay in touch for sure, and we'll get some highlight videos posted up. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. If you love that interview, we highly recommend you going and checking out NWA Wiffle Ball at NWA Wiffle Ball on Instagram. They have really cool content, great graphics, and Patrick does a great job of making sure that that all gets put out there for your viewing pleasure. We'd also love it if you guys would represent all sports best. Let us know. Hit us in the DMs if you're uh, looking for the link to figure out how to buy something um, and if you are looking to just support us without spending a dime totally fine you can do that by going and giving us a follow on social media at all sports best or you can go and um, of course give us a five-star rating thank you so much and have a great day